Welcome back to Heart to Heart. I am Bachava Heart, your host, and I am officially 30. Yes, I celebrated my birthday on Monday, February 27th. I am a Pisces, and I had the most amazing weekend with my friends. My friend Meg, it was her birthday on Friday, and she turned 25, and we decided that we were going to do a joint birthday celebration. Originally, I had really wanted to take a trip with my friends, but because we are both in Miami for the month of February, we figured we were going to do a big Miami weekend and celebrate our birthdays. Two of my really close friends came down from New York, and then I had two of my other really close friends from my hometown were also in Miami that weekend. Like They just happened to be there, so I really had almost all of my friends in one place, which was amazing. Friday night, we celebrated Meg's birthday. We went to Prime 112, which I had never been to. The food was really good. And then we went to Bodega. And if you haven't been to Bodega, it's kind of this like speakeasy kind of place where it's a taco stand in the front and then there's a back door and it's like a little lounge club part. And it was really fun. We had a table. We were dancing, having a great time. Day to like, I don't know, 1.30, which is like my ideal night out. I don't want to really be out past 1.30 or 2. I'd rather get home, probably have a snack, even though I didn't need a snack because we were at a place that had a taco bar and they had quesadillas and tacos. So did not need any late night food. But generally, I come home. I need to eat a snack. I need to get ready for bed. And I don't want to go to sleep past 3 a.m. It's just not fun. You wake up feel gross, especially turning 30, my body does not like to be hung over. So I will be at a club and I will chug water. And that is my go-to thing. You can always find me by the water cooler asking for water. One of my friends was like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, no, like I'm not being hung over tomorrow. We have a boat day. I need to be on. So I was chugging that water, always try to stay hydrated. And then I feel like I just like enjoy the next day so much more. It's never fun to be hung over. The last time I was like really hungover was a while ago and it was really miserable and I don't enjoy it. So I will do anything in my power to avoid that while still having fun while I'm going out, obviously. And something that really helps is to drink coconut water. I prefer to have it fresh. When I live in the city, I would walk to Juice Generation, pick out my coconut. They would crack it open, pour it into a cup. It was great. Hit the spot always makes me feel so much better, but I had to settle for the bottled coconut water but thank you to Vita Coco because they sent me a big package and that did the trick so the next day I was feeling pretty good Saturday we did a boat day a bunch of our friends got together we had reached out to a burger place a pizza place and a sushi place and they all sent us food so we had an insane amount of food and Whispering Angel sponsored some wine we had Cali Rosa tequila and ate one tequila and I love being on a boat that's like near calm water. I'm not someone that likes to get in the water. I definitely did not jump in. I didn't think about jumping in. I didn't want to jump in. People jumped in. They had fun in the water. I was very kind and took some videos of people jumping in because that was like not my vibe at all. I sat on the edge and I put my feet in the water. So that's kind of close. I'm curious if you guys are like me and want to be water adjacent. I love to look at the water. I'm happy to be on the water, but I don't like to be in the water. That's actually my caption for yesterday's post because, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. So Saturday, boat day, really fun. We all came back. We were all intoxicated. Everyone went to their like respective homes and I ended up going to my friend Michael's hotel with 
Megan Audrey and we ordered room service and watched a movie in our pajamas and it was like super chill and exactly what the end of the night needed after a day of boat drinking and being out. Sunday, the fun continued and we went to Nikki Beach, which I've only been to Nikki Beach in St. Bart's and it was a totally different vibe. Nikki Beach there is like very like on Sundays it turns into a party and they have great music and everyone dances around. The Nikki Beach in Miami was like very Tulum vibes. I've never been to Tulum, but this is what I would imagine Tulum being like house music, people playing on drums, a little bit of guitar. It was very vibey, but they have this brunch where you like an unlimited like brunch buffet that's open the entire time that you're there. And everyone was just like getting food. We had day beds. We were drinking so much Frosé. It was really good. Sometimes Frosé is a little too sweet for me, but this one was great. And we just hung out from like 12 to 5. It was amazing. And then Sunday night, I went to dinner with a different friend that was in Miami and my friend who was visiting me, Donna. And that was really nice. We went to a place called Joliet. And it was like a seafood spot. And it was delicious. Super chill. Didn't stay out late. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Monday came around, my birthday, my official day, and I met my friends. I invited everyone that was in Miami, and we all went to the addition. I had a cabana there. They hooked it up. It was really nice. We just ordered food, hung out. They had a birthday cake. Thank you to the addition. Then we got this last-minute boat reservation or yacht reservation, I should say, because this was a yacht. It was not a boat. It was from Spectre Sea. It was called the 007. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful yacht, like gorgeous. We decided that we were just going to have like a chill kind of yacht day instead of drinking a lot like we did on Saturday. We just ate, we hung out, we drank Aperol spritzes and rosé and baked in the sun. And it was blissful, wonderful way to spend my birthday. And then at night, the plan was, the plan was to go to Swan, which I had heard was a dinner party which I heard on Monday was like a big vibe and like that's when people go out to Swan and then Swan has a lounge upstairs. When we got there, I didn't realize that there was like a dinner party, like a bottle service part of it. And then there was just a regular inside restaurant. The inside restaurant was completely empty and the outside was empty too. But they said that the party is outside and they told us they're being really rude. They're like, we can't sit you outside. We have people who are paying bottle service. We're like, they're like, well, maybe we'll kick you out if people come. And they were just being really rude. And I'm like, it's my birthday. The inside, like nobody was there. So I'm like, I don't want to be sitting inside on my birthday dinner in an empty restaurant. And they weren't letting us sit outside, which like I understand if there's like a table thing. But when I booked the reservation, I didn't see that I had to book an experience park. Anyway, we decide we're going to leave. So we leave. And one of my friends, like I could get a reservation at Mila, which Mila is like a really fun vibe restaurant. And we all go there and he realized he accidentally booked it for the next day. So we're like, oh my God, like what's happening? This is our second restaurant. And like, thank God I had just had like such a wonderful weekend that it didn't phase me at all that we had already gone to two restaurants and it wasn't working out. I saw that Joe Stone Crab had an opening at 930 
And it was already like 8.45 at this point. So we're like, let's go there. We go to Joe's Stone Crab. We're like, should we stay here? We tried going to Carbone because it was two blocks away. They had no availability because we thought like maybe we can just walk in. It's already a little late. But no, I love Joe's Stone Crab. I was there the beginning of my trip, like beginning of February. And I was like, this is a great spot. Let's get wine. Let's eat good food. And I was surrounded by my really close friends. And it was just wonderful. And I'm so thankful that I was able to have this like beautiful birthday with my friends, people I cared about. And I just think that there's like so much pressure over your 30th birthday. Literally the minute that I turned 29, everybody was asking me, what are you doing for your 30th? What are your 30th plans? What are you doing for your birthday? And I was like, guys, my birthday is not for another 12 months. Like, give me a minute. And then every time, every month, every time I would see someone, wait, when's your birthday? Oh my God, what are you doing? And I just want to say for anyone who feels a lot of pressure around their birthday and doing something fun, stop because it's just not worth it. It's your birthday. It's your day to celebrate and you should get to do what you want. I knew that I did not want to host a party. I love my friends and I love hanging out with them. I have a small group of friends. I am a quality over quantity girl. I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of close friends. And for me to like fill up a big party room, that would mean I would be inviting a lot more acquaintances. And that's not what I wanted for my party. That's number one. Number two, I don't like having to work a room. That's not my ideal. When you host a party, you need to work a room. You need to be on. You need to be making sure that everyone's mingling, that everyone's happy that everything's running smoothly and it's a lot of work. And I realized that like I've thrown myself birthday parties in the past, but I was always in a relationship and I would plan the party and my ex would work the room. And we had a really good dynamic in that sense because it it took off the pressure for me of the actual like hosting part. Like I would make sure everything was running smoothly, but I didn't have to feel like I had to be on to make sure that all the different groups were like getting along and mingling and happy. And now that I'm, in the place that I am in my life right now, I was like, I do not want to host a party. Absolutely not. And people are like, why? It's so much fun. It's your 30th. It's such a big day. It's a milestone. You need to throw a party. And I'm like, no, like this is my birthday. I don't want to do that. I want to go on a trip or and I want to hang out with my friends. So instead, I was so happy that I was able to plan this like amazing birthday weekend with my friend Meg. And it was the two of us who were able to like really go all out. And I will be going to Mexico next weekend to celebrate my birthday and go on a birthday trip. I thought about buying myself a gift, something really nice to signify 30. But instead, I decided that I wanted to do it on an experience. I'm a very experienced person. Like, that's why when I signed my divorce papers, I went on a wellness retreat instead of buying myself a Chanel bag. Now, having a Chanel bag sounds really nice, and I definitely would want that as well. But I look back at that experience and it was such a life-changing moment for me that I don't regret that at all. Like the money I spent there was well worth it. And I know that the money that I'm going to spend in Mexico is going to be well worth it because I'll be able to look back at my time and be like, when I turned 30, I went on this amazing trip to Mexico. And that is how I celebrated because I love to travel and I love warm weather. And I just feel like this is how I want to celebrate. So if you're someone who is doubting how to celebrate their birthday or feels pressure to throw a party or to spend your day in a way that will only please other people and not yourself, think again because it's your day. Now, I was trying to figure out what am I going to talk about around turning 30? And I thought about doing like a life recap, what I've learned in the past year. And instead, I decided to focus on friendship because the biggest thing that I feel like I've learned at like my milestone years 
are my friends. When I turned 25, that was a huge turning point year for me because I started to feel like I knew who I was as a person and what I had to offer and people that weren't adding to my life in that way, I slowly started to weed out to, I wouldn't, I don't want to say get rid of, but I started to reevaluate a lot of my friendships and how they made me feel. If I had a friend before that would maybe make me feel shitty about myself, or I felt like I had to impress them, or they were a little mean to me, I distanced myself because I'm like, I don't need this anymore. Just because we were friends five years ago, or we were friends in high school, or we were friends at a certain point of time, that doesn't mean we need to be friends now. Because friendships and people evolve, just like you evolve as a human being, and you evolve as a person, your friendships evolve too. So like, if you're changing as a person, the other person's changing as a person, and maybe you no longer align. And I feel like when you're in high school, you're or college, you're forced to be with people. And you have to see people every day. So regardless of if you like someone a lot, you're going to be friends with them because it's out of like circumstance or convenience or it makes sense. But once you become an adult, you no longer have to be friends with people. You choose to see people. You choose to see your friends. You choose to make time for them. So when your time is limited, why would you be spending it with someone who doesn't make you feel good about yourself? Hurts your feelings or isn't nice to you or feels like they degrade you. And I had some friendships like that where I felt like it was always drama. I was never doing the right thing or they were mean to me or made me feel bad about myself in some sort of way. And 25, I felt like, you know what? I know myself enough. These friendships are not serving me, so I'm going to distance myself. And I really did that, and it made me feel really good. As I get older, I feel like my friend group gets a little bit smaller because I have less time, and I know what I want in a friendship. And if that's not where something's going, then I'm like, okay, let me reevaluate this. Is this working for me? How is this helping my life? Are they impacting me in a positive way? And am I impacting them in a positive way? Because a friendship is two ways. It's not just like, how they're making you feel. It's how you're making them feel. And together, that should both be positive. On each end, it should be a positive in order to have that really good, close, healthy relationship. And I'm not saying that you can't fight with your friends or have a disagreement or piss each other off sometimes or not see eye to eye. But I think overall, just like a relationship, when you have a partner, your friendships should be adding to your life. And they should be positive and healthy. When I was looking back at this year, I'm like, obviously, a lot of things have changed in my life. But one of the biggest things that I feel like I've learned is the power of friendship, the power of having positive people in your life. And when I got divorced, I had to make new friends. Now, some of the friends I had before, but I just made those connections deeper. Because before I was in a relationship all of my adult life, all the friendships I made, I wasn't really close to anyone from high school. They're super religious. We live very, very different lifestyles. Even from the beginning, I had a lot of couple friends and I lost all my couple friends when I got divorced. So I had to reevaluate most of my friendships because I was like, okay, I like these people. I really enjoy hanging out with them. I no longer have a partner who's like, my ride or die, who I always have plans with. When you're in a relationship for that long and you enter into your adulthood, you don't have to make close friends because your partner is your close friend. He was my best friend. I didn't feel the need to have girl best friends. Even though I had like girl best friends, they weren't as close as maybe some of my other friends would be to their best friends. 
And then I became single and I was like, oh my God, like I need to learn how to be a good friend to them. And I need to learn how to open up to receive friendship more because I just was so uncomfortable with it. Like I didn't know how to be vulnerable with friends. I didn't know how to vent to friends properly. If I needed to vent about something, I would always go to my person. I didn't need to go to my friend. I obviously would occasionally vent to them about other friends if something was going on. But like at my core, if something was going on in my day, I wouldn't have to go to my friends. They were more just like adding to my life. And then I realized I need my friends. My friends are important. My friendships are so valuable to me because if I didn't have them, I would, obviously I'm really close with my family. My family's been amazing, but friendship is different. It's just, it's not the same. You know, your family will always be there for you or hopefully it will always be there for you and your friends choose to be there for you. So friendships have just really impacted me in such a wonderful way. It was a learning curve for me. I remember feeling like if I had a bad day or something was bothering me, I was like, I remember being in my head, like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I want to talk about it. I don't know where to go because I no longer have this person. Like I should talk to a friend, but that seemed really scary and vulnerable and exposing myself to be like, I actually do have bad days. I actually do feel sad sometimes because I would never talk to my friends like that. I remember I would have friends sometimes complain to me that they felt like they would open up to me about things that were going on in their life and I would never reciprocate that. And I was always like, I understand but like, I have my person, like, I don't feel the need to talk to you about certain things because I'm talking to him about them. I do think that everybody handles hard days or stresses differently. I'm not someone that needs to constantly talk to a million people. I like to work things in my brain by myself a lot, but I obviously like, like a soundboard sometimes to be like, what should I do about this? And that took a lot of time and practice for me to be comfortable opening up to my friends if I was having a bad day or something was going on. And also learning that not all friends are capable of that. Everybody has their own shit going on in life. And some friends are better at receiving things and some friends are not. And I learned that some friends only wanted to be my friend when I was complaining about something or upset about something because I guess it made them feel superior or better about themselves that I was feeling shitty. I don't really know. Those friends I distance myself from because I'm like, you seem like you only want to be my friend when I'm going through a hard time. And that's not a good feeling. Your friend should be there with you to celebrate things and to comfort you when things are going wrong or you feel down. And I think as females, friendships are quite intricate and evolving. And guys can be like, they haven't spoken to someone and like, six months are like oh my god my best friend and I'm like when was the last time you guys spoke it's like six months ago no no like that would not work as a girl I definitely feel like there are some friendships like my camp friends I have this friend who I went to sleepaway camp with since I was probably like 11 years old and we lost touch for a couple of years but when I moved down to Miami I had reached out to her to hang out and when I saw her it was so nice it was like no time had passed and that's beautiful you have those rare friendships but I feel like on the general, girls need like constant upkeep to keep their friendships. And if you haven't spoken to someone in five days, it's like, oh my God, is she mad at me? Did I do something? Did something happen? It's just like a different ball game than guys. So if there are any guys that are listening to this, you probably don't understand what I mean. And I feel like 
guys definitely don't get as vulnerable. Maybe they do. Some who are emotionally intelligent can open up to their friends. But I feel like girls definitely need that emotional bond way more. I guess to end off this episode, I had a full birthday weekend. And then last night, I flew in for a work event with Smart Water. And I got to have dinner with my family. And it was really nice. At my birthday dinner, my friend asked me, what do I want in year 30? Now, I took this really seriously for New Year's. I made myself a vision board, something that I've never done before. And I really sat there. I was in Mexico with my friend and we were just hanging out by the pool. And I was like, let me think about what do I want for this year? And being that my birthday is the beginning of the year, I like kind of thought about it for what do I want for my 30th year? And my vision board, I am going to post it on Instagram again so you guys can see it. I'm going to tell you what's on my vision board and what I will achieve in year 30 because I've also been working on manifesting and manifesting whatever you want to call it. It's all about your mindset and the things that I want to have in year, the things that I will have, not want, the things that I will have in year 30 is middle of my page is love because I feel like I'm ready for love. I want love in my life. I feel like I've more in my relationship. I moved on from my relationship. I had lots of experiences that I needed in order to enter a new relationship. And love is something that will happen for me this year. And when the beginning of the year started, I told my friends, I said, I'm telling you, by the summer, I am going to be in a relationship because I truly believe it. I feel it in my bones. I did not enjoy last summer being single at all. And I'm in a different headspace now. I am open. I am ready. And love will be in my life. That's in the middle of the page. Then on the side, we have a beautiful New York City apartment because I am living in Miami now. But don't you worry. I will be in New York eventually. Again, probably in April. I'll be back in April. That's when my lease is up. I'm going to move back. When I do move back, I would like to find a beautiful apartment. So we have a beautiful picture of an apartment. Miami. When I was putting my vision board together, I didn't know that I would actually make it to Miami. I didn't know how I would feel in Miami. So I have South Beach, where I wanted to live, and the beach. And looking back now, like moving down to Miami has been the best decision that I could have made for myself this year. I feel so happy down there. I've been getting messages from you guys that you feel like I look so different. I'm loving it there. And I truly am really loving it there. I just feel happy. I think I have seasonal depression. I love the sunshine. It makes me feel better. I just feel like I've been like branching out as a person when I'm down there. And I hope to be able to be a snowbird next year as well. January to March at least. Maybe some, maybe longer. Time will tell. We'll see. This past year, I really struggled with my body physically and mentally because when I was going through SIBO, I didn't recognize my body and I was really unkind to myself and I didn't have empathy and I said mean things to myself and I was not kind. And something that I really want to work on this year is being kind to myself. You know, having those little pep talks in the mirror, even if you feel like you're having an off day or you feel bloated or you don't feel healthy, you can be like, I got this. I'm healthy. I'm beautiful. I am in charge of my destiny and I can dictate things. Let's move on to work. My podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. I love this. 
I love the opportunity to have like a long form where I can talk to you guys about different things. I'm going to start bringing guests on and just really growing my podcast because I would love to like I like this. I like being able to connect in this way. And that's why I'm doing this video for the first time because I'm going to learn how to edit a video and audio at the same time, which is a challenge for me. So the video portion might come out later. We shall see. But I'm going to learn how to do this. And I really want to grow my podcast. I also have money, love money, love being successful, love working hard, opportunities. I want those to come in. I have a picture of alcohol on there. Alcohol on there. I do the Hanging with the Heart series with my mom. I love cocktails. I would love to work with alcohol brands. I have mascara on there because I love beauty. Would love to work with beauty brands. Actually, I have a beauty partnership this month. Thank God things are happening. And right above love, we have friends and just developing those friendships even further because, as I said, my friendships are so important to me and they're so valuable and I appreciate them so much. And the last thing that we have way back down in the corner is two people holding hands, visualizing amazing sex because in my 30s, I will be having fantastic sex and it's a really important thing to have in life. And I just want to continue that and it will just get better. Because I'm going to find love. And when you have love, sex is just great. Moving on to heart to heart. Someone sent in a question about making friends as an adult. When I moved down from the Upper West Side to the West Village, I didn't know anyone downtown. I had no friends in the area. Everyone I knew was living in the more religious community on the Upper West Side. And it was great because I loved living there because I kind of had built-in friends just within the community. And then I moved downtown and I'm like, I want to have someone that I could grab a coffee with or go on a walk with or at the time do Shabbat with. I was like, how do I go about this? So if you are someone who's in a new city or in a new place or wants to make new friends, I'm going to recommend Bumble BFF. I know you guys are going to laugh at me, but I did a TikTok on this when I moved downtown and I'm like, how do people make friends as an adult? It's so hard. And a lot of people recommended Bumble BFF. I downloaded the app. And at the time I was in a relationship, so it was a lot of fun for me. It's basically like a dating app, but for friends. And I met some really cool girls. I'm still in touch with some of them. And if you're someone who's new to a city, I would definitely recommend that. Another way that you can meet people, there's this website called Meetup. And there's different apps, I'm sure, that you can find. Different places, like any hobby that you have. If you like to run, if you like to do art, if you like music, poetry. I'm sure there's stuff for fashion. Join a group, go to an event that's around that. I feel really lucky because I had the opportunity to meet people through work, going to social media events. There's so many different events going on and we're all in the same industry. So we have a lot of the same interests. I would say majority of my friends I met through work. Some of them I met out randomly, but majority of them were just through my day-to-day -day life and we became closer over time. So if you're someone who's looking for friends, try to go somewhere where someone would have a similar interest than you because that like automatically you'll be able to talk about something on the same playing field and have a similar interest off the bat. I would say go to a bar, but like I don't know that people really meet that way. I don't think people, especially in New York, are super friendly like that, but maybe that will work with you. Or if you're moving to a new city, ask your friends that you're friends with now, like do you know anyone in that city? When I came down to Miami, I had a few friends that set me up in different group chats with their friends, and I've met some of them. They've all been really nice, great experiences. 
So you just need to like network, put a little bit of effort into it, and you'll be able to find new people. But just remember, as an adult, making friends takes work. And you have to put yourself out there, even if it's uncomfortable. But if you find someone that you really click with, it'll be really rewarding. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Heart to Heart. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment if you have anything to say. Make sure you email me, hearttoheart at gmail.com if you want to submit a heart to heart question, if you want to submit a follow your heart question. And until next time, guys. Thank you.